Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Name Three Songs. I'm Sarah Fagan. I'm Jenna Million. And this is a podcast where we discuss feminist issues in music and pop culture, all while empowering fangirls. Because let's be honest, fangirls knew about that band way before you did. And before we get into today's episode, we do have some exciting news in regards to our Patreon, which is that we're trying to make it a little bit more accessible to y'all now that we've changed the run of show for our normal episodes. So if you paid attention to any of the Patreon bonus episodes that we would promote, we had different levels of bonus content depending on how much money you are paying for patreon but since we're now talking about pop culture news and we're discussing kind of like our opinions and thoughts and feelings on how that's going to change the pop culture conversation going forward and just the world going forward we thought that it would make more sense to make patreon more accessible to everybody so now if you go over to patreon you can pay anything from one to ten dollars and you get access to everything so with that you'll get access to our discord where you can chat with us and other members of the group discuss episodes other things going on in life it's really just to like talk about anything and on top of that you'll also get our monthly music meltdown episodes where we're kind of just like doing deep dives on things that have not that much to do with the podcast are usually things that jenna and i can't stop thinking about as of lately they're just a bit of fun they're a lot more relaxed than this but obviously they always do include research because it wouldn't be jenna or i if we didn't do research on something we were going to be talking about but if you'd like to go join that you will get access to every single old episode that we have on there and honestly like go join for a little while who cares? Just go have some fun. The episodes over there were, are really fun. I will be honest with y'all because we've done some stuff about how cult leaders are tied to being <laughs> musicians. The whole like Astro World conspiracy theory. We've talked about TikTok stars. We've talked about lots of stuff. It's really fun. So definitely go check that out over at patreon.com slash name three songs. And so with all that being said, we obviously usually start these episodes talking about fangirl moments of the week but i feel like this week has been uh, the most boring week in pop culture updates possible maybe i don't know if jenna and i just like have not been clued in but i feel like it's been really like slow my uh, favorite weird moment of the week was that lana del rey's father announced that he's dropping an album and then kesha's mother asked if he was single so honestly (laughs) i love this for them i love i love a backwards nepo baby moment (laughs) and then uh i think and then kesha reacted by inviting lana del rey and her dad over for christmas she posted on her story christmas together in nashville question mark stay tuned to find out what happens next (laughs) honestly that would be a very iconic step sibling situation that'd be really funny yeah i mean my favorite weird kind of upsetting news is that mod son and avril levine called off their engagement but my favorite thing about it was that in the page six update of this they reached out to mod son's rep who said and i quote they were together and engaged as of three days ago when he left for tour so if anything has changed that's news to him <laughs> I'm like, it sounds like maybe it's news to you, representative. <laughs> and it was just so, it was just so funny. But Avril Lavigne was spotted with Tyga. Yeah. Which is hilarious because she also at one point was engaged to or married or something connected to Brody Jenner, who's Kylie Jenner's brother. Um, and Tyga obviously is infamously Kylie Jenner's ex-boyfriend and also less known, but also important to note that Tyga is Travi McCoy of Gym Class Heroes' cousin. And in, in the... <laughs> in, in Who the, dated Katy Perry. <laughs> in the 
olden days, Tyga used to show up at Gym Class Heroes concerts and do a little rap for us. So when there were photos of them out together and people were like, oh my God, look at this date they're on. I'm like, actually, Tyga is technically emo royalty oh my <laughs> <So>. god <laughs> i feel like like honestly someone needs to make like uh, a celebrity tree of like who knows who how because oh avril lavigne is connected to everyone in the most insane ways oh yeah the most insane ways it's just so wild to me that avril lavigne disappeared for like 20 years and came back and now is like maybe a-list royalty again it's it's so interesting and so in talking about people climbing back up the celebrity ladder, so to speak, this week in our episode, since it was kind of a bit of a dead week in regards to things that we would normally comment on or have thoughts about, we had some rebuttal thoughts after re-listening to last week's episode. And Jenna and I have like been discussing these topics again. Of note, like we've been discussing the like Louis Tomlinson of it all and how he's kind of like an anomaly in regards to his celebrity status. And so on my personal TikTok, I've been making I was making a couple videos about this and some fans got annoyed because I said that Louis was at best a B minus list celebrity. And this is all like the terminology of like uh, insert letter here list celebrity is all really relative to like what you're discussing what you're thinking about but i think for most of us who listen to this podcast and like know how jenna and i have been pop punk fans for most of our lives i think we're all aware of the anomaly of being world famous but like also not known in like, like uh, in another way being very famous to a niche group of people yeah. But then, like, not but, being as famous to, like, the general public. Yeah, and there's, like, layers to it as well. Because, obviously, like, Louis specifically is an anomaly when it comes to this because he is a household name. He was a judge on The X Factor in the UK. Like, he's definitely, like, an A-list celebrity in England to some degree. But, again, like, this is all relative. Like, when you think... A-listers like A-listers are like a very specific group of people that if you went to like a wedding or you're at the water cooler at work or you go to like some event where you're around a bunch of people that you don't have that much in common with and you're having to have a conversation you know that like if you mention Kim Kardashian or a Brad Pitt movie you saw recently or like how George Clooney just did a rom-com again names like that are names that every person knows they're not gonna have to be like can you remind me who that is again whereas like louis in that realm of the name might ring a bell but you're gonna have to be pulling context clues out of your ass to like (laughs) make somebody figure out who this man is and i think it's just really interesting because i think that especially with how the TikTok algorithm works where most of these people live most of their life on the internet on because you're fed stuff that you're genuinely interested in you forget that like not the rest of the world is that much on the up and up about your faves as you are because all you're seeing is content about that person but you're only seeing content about that person because you specifically care about that person because like I'm not saying that the main are as popular as Louis Tomlinson because that would be completely unhinged of me to say. But like when they go to like Brazil, they have to have security because fans jump on their cars. Yeah. So it's interesting because like they're famous everywhere they go, but they're only famous to very specific people. Yeah. Just like All Time Low or like, I don't know, Pierce the Veil or Bring Me the Horizon. Like these bands are very famous to a very specific group of people. But everywhere else, like, they'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, the thing that keeps coming to mind is, like, historically, if we think about 2000s boy bands and Sink and Backstreet Boys, like, if you ask somebody offhand at the water cooler, if you ask somebody to name people from those bands, they could probably get Justin Timberlake, maybe one of the Carter brothers, maybe Lance Bass. But after that, like, <laughs> people, like, there's always, historically, we've as we've seen, there's been a single member or a few members from boy bands who have bigger, more A-list careers, obviously Justin Timberlake being a huge example of that. But even I was thinking about BTS, it's like, 
most people probably know like what BTS is or they're at least like, oh, that Korean boy band. So they can at least get that. Yeah. But if you start talking about members of BTS, like especially now that they're doing their solo careers, people would be like, who is J-Hope? Even though J-Hope like headlines all the Palooza, J-Hope played at like New Year's Rockin' Eve or whatever. Yeah. But like to most people, they're not going to know who he is just like offhand. Yeah. And when I make these TikToks, I try and be very clear that I'm coming from the background of and the mindset of like a media news outlet of like at almost every single job that I've ever started. When I start there, I get given a list of the celebrities who are our main focus that like these are the people who you should be looking at their social media to see what they're up to just in case something happens. And that list is usually the same like 40 people and then depending on like what type of site it is you'll also get like a second list of like reality stars that we're very focused on but that just depends on like if it's a tabloid site or just like an entertainment news site entertainment news sites don't really care about reality tv show stars as much whereas tabloid sites love to write about like tlc shows and teen mom and so like those are a-list celebrities but they're who the readers of that site cares about you know and so in regards to the louis situation like a lot of people were being like well we never see paparazzi photos of him like there's rarely paparazzi photos which is not true there had been more paparazzi photos recently but like also again he's not he's not like a cash grab situation because like we talked about in last week's episode there's calibers of paparazzi photos so like it, when you work in these news sites basically there are some sites where you have a subscription to where like that subscription allots you access to a certain caliber of photos and you can use as many of those photos as many times as you want forever and then there's like a next caliber of a site where you have a subscription you can use those subscription photos but then they get like exclusive to them photos and those cost like a hundred dollars a pop but then there's sites like backgrid that every single thing costs money and they can be anything from 250 dollars for a set upwards to like five grand for a set of photos and so if if somebody takes photos and they're like, yeah, I was the only paparazzi there. I'm going to sell this for as much money as I can possibly get out of this. If the site knows that like Louis Tomlinson's not going to get them a bunch of clicks, it's not worth it because they're not going to get the money back that they put into the photos. And so that's how, at least from my mindset, like I would separate somebody who is well known amongst everyone where if you get like a news flash on your phone that like never before seen photos of kim kardashian you're probably gonna click it because you're nosy but a normal person if it's like oh louis tomlinson seen out with a mystery girl they're gonna be like who the fuck is louis tomlinson and just like pass it by never before seen <laughs> photos of louis tomlinson who <laughs> like and like i feel bad because like i know it, i feel like bad. he's literally my favorite member of one direction like i would die for this man so i hate that i'm having to like drag him as an example but he's just the example because of like last week's discussion and this making me think about it a lot i mean the other thing that like came up when you were kind of discussing this is like fans making up theories like oh he was seen more because xyz or he was seen less because xyz yeah. and then it kind of just made me think like celebrities who show less personality online or like are more private in their personal mm -hmm. lives it feels like there tends to be more fan theories about them because we were even talking like thinking about like like lizzo for example like there might be rumors about her and like other celebrities, but Lizzo shows us so much of who she is. And like, even when it was like, like Lizzo DMs Chris Evans, she showed us the DMs. Like there was <laughs> nothing to theorize about there. I feel like Doja Cat is the same way. But then it's like, even in this context, and like, obviously you guys know, as we talk about on this podcast, there's lots of fan theories about Louis Tomlinson, Harry Styles and Taylor Swift. And those are probably the three biggest people that are theorized about. Like, yeah. please come DM us. If you're a part of a different fandom that has a shit ton of theories about this celebrity, I would love to know because I'm like, maybe I'm just not tapped into these fandoms, but it's like, even thinking about Niall, like Niall's pretty personable. He like shows himself on social media a lot, like a decent amount. Yeah. I don't know that there's even as many, like, fan theories about Niall. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, when we were discussing this before recording is it's, like, Niall's prepping for 
a new album cycle so he's doing press he's promoting his album like he's being way more active on social media and so any of the theories are like oh who might be featured on this album like who did he produce with like he's been working on this for three years like what are the songs going to be about which are all things that fans would normally think about and discuss yeah but like the second that he came back nobody was like where has he been for three years they're like of course like our king's been writing like that's like what they're saying and they're like oh like we're about to be fed like they're like so ready for it because they know that like when he is promoting like he's so active and so like accessible and i mean i think obviously it's a lot easier to like have theories about a person when you don't really have that much access to them and they kind of like hide their lives and you get these little tidbits and you're just like wait i never see you with this person or wait i never see you out and then like when you do see them out or like when you're paying more attention to them it's because they announce something that you're excited about and so that's the other thing it's i mean obviously as everybody who listens to this knows like i'm not deep enough into fandom for like what i'm about to say to like actually count because i don't know (laughs) but i just mean like i don't pay attention to louis tomlinson every day i'm not getting notifications when his name pops up on the internet you know it's like if i get an email from like his official team that's like something's coming out i will then pay attention to louis tomlinson until the thing happens but prior to that i don't i'm not thinking about him other than like oh i love louis tomlinson but i'm not like waiting around to see if something happened so like i don't know if other people are (laughs) i guess my question is is are these people coming up with theories because even during promotion cycles they get nothing because i mean like with harry we get the bare minimum so like you have to come up with stuff or are people just sitting around coming up with theories because they're like they're not around and i need to think about them so i need to make stuff up yeah so my question is, is i wonder if there's somebody who's like studied this and i feel like we should tap into some of our phd friends and be like do you know anything yeah. about this is like how do fan theories start and like mm. arise and why are there certain people where it seems like fan theories are way more prevalent and like part of the fandom culture than with other celebrities that would be interesting because even with louis it's like the theories around louis and harry well obviously the theories with larry silenson started in one direction days and it feels like a lot of the theories that continue to be talked about like as far as larry goes like with louis tomlinson i don't even know if there's theories other than larry for for louis tomlinson whereas for harry it feels like there's all these other theories about harry and like his girlfriends or like olivia or like why he did this or why he acted this way or why he said this like it feels like he's dissected way more for other reasons than just larry silenson this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing that, again, like, just to bring us back to, like, my uh, initial thought of, like, the level of celebrity, I think that it says, unfortunately, a lot about the lack of Again, I feel like I'm bullying Louis Tomlinson, which hurts my soul so much. But, like, the lack of the credibility of his fans being, like, he's an A-lister, he's worldwide famous. It's like, okay, but name something you care about him about other than the fact that you think he fucks Harry Styles on the down low. Like, because this is what people are... Like, all of the comments on all of my videos about him were just, like... It's weird because, like, this account never posts stunts. Like, they never do this. And, like, why would they post him with a girl when they know that their followers don't want to see that? And everything's about how his relationship's a stunt. He's being seen with this girl because the whole documentary is going to be about how he was forced in the closet and, like, all of this stuff. And it's, like, 
everything revolving around him is the fact that they want him to be queer and that they want him and Harry to be in love. And it's like, his music is so good. And it's so infuriating because I'm like, he had so much, like there's so much potential for him to genuinely be like a very popular musician. And I feel like his fans are holding him back because Mm. of these theories. And because it's like, I'm on here posting about something on TikTok, and because I'm not coming from the mindset of obviously this is fake, they can't even possibly fathom that I'm a fan of his. Yeah, which is so which is so insane to me because I'm like in regards to like thinking about things of like how famous somebody is or like whether like the letters of celebrity are real or how famous somebody can possibly be, and yet like assuming that somebody doesn't care about a celebrity because they're not of the same mindset of you just proves how niche that celebrities celebrity is. Yeah. Cause it's like, I could post about George Clooney and I'm sure that there's like crazy George Clooney fans who are like, isn't it so insane how like for all these years he was single and then met this like rich, smart lady and finally got married. And I'm like, I don't care about that. I just think it's cool that he's doing a rom-com again. And nobody would think, otherwise of it they'd be like oh okay like she just watches his films because he's george clooney of course she just watches his films and has thoughts about it but and like i feel like that just proves how i don't know like calibers of fame and again like it's all relative yeah i think you just have to think of it from the mindset of like the general public there's also like differences between actors and musicians because actors are acting whereas musicians for the most part are giving us part of their personal storyline in their music but it's also funny because it's like no one ever says shit about Dua Lipa like (laughs) she's MIA no one cares like it's just it's just funny to me or even like The Weeknd like The Weeknd I would think would be like an A-list celebrity in regards to like how famous his music is and that he did like the Super Bowl halftime show and like most people, even if they might not know his name, if you played the song, would know who The Weeknd was. They'd be like, oh, that's who The Weeknd is? I love his music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like A-list musicians are like quote-unquote household name or like household knowledge, like known musicians can get away with being a bit less like paid attention to. It's also like Coldplay was like nominated for yeah. album of the year this year and we were all just like who cares about Coldplay and then Beyonce's like yes Coldplay my best friend <laughs> and then like BB Rexa's over here having probably millions of dollars from her insane amount of hits that she sings on and everyone's yeah. like who's BB Rexa and she actually yeah. like, did a video like reacting to this recently talking about it and how like basically none of the labels want to let her have her own career so she had to like write songs and feature on them write songs mm-hmm. give them to other artists and then feature on them and that's how like she got her fame but no one knows like who she is even though she sings so many songs that you would know yeah it's like even though like realistically speaking bb rexa is probably one of the like most famous voices like of relevant pop music like everybody's mom probably knows who bb rexa is without knowing who bb rexa is and that's why i'm saying like fame is so fucking relative to the point where most celebrities are b-listers like being an a-list celebrity is the anomaly yeah and so when people get upset it's like b-list is technically the standard the standard yeah it's just all relative and it's just like a way to kind of categorize people specifically from an online media outlet mindset because in my day-to-day life I would never refer to somebody like if I'm just having a conversation with someone I would never be like oh you know they're a b-list band they're they're a b yeah they're a d-list this up-and-coming d-list band yeah like could you imagine if somebody's like oh who are you photographing tonight and i was like oh just like the c-lister and that's why it's like it's such a stupid signifier and but like so annoyingly necessary for like a specific version of like media jobs i mean at the end of the day the interesting thing always is is that tiktok will show your videos to people who are interested in what you're talking about before they show your videos to like the people who already know you and like the mindset you're coming from so when content is being fed to people who like don't want to like change their viewpoints or like understand that like people outside of like their very niche type of fandom pay attention to those people it's always going to be like why are you attacking somebody that i love and it's like just because i'm talking about something from a clinical mindset doesn't mean you're attacking them 
And yeah. I just think it's interesting because, again, it's like it's just all relative and like some people don't like thinking about it like that. I mean, the other funny thing about all of this is that people love to make drama out of nothing. And A-listers are often the target of such drama. And this week we have alleged, alleged fake drama between Selena Gomez, Hailey Bieber and Kylie Jenner, which also Selena Gomez surpassed Kylie Jenner in becoming the most followed woman on instagram this week which she previously like held this title like a few years ago the credit so like they've kind of gone back and forth but it is funny that this happened in the same week that the internet was making up drama between kylie jenner and selena gomez and Haley bieber so yeah sarah can you give us some of the deets i mean as you guys all know just in general because we've done an episode about this in the past about how we claimed that the clickbait term of cat bite, cat fighting was no more. And apparently we claimed it too early <laughs> because TikTok is really obsessed with creating drama and pitting women against women for like the dumbest reasons ever. So basically the Selena Gomez drama started a couple months ago off the back of some paparazzi photos of Selena Gomez coming out of her in a bikini looking fabulous and so these photos of selena gomez on vacation in her bikini came out and people were commenting on her face looking chubby and her looking chubby and selena gomez has been very open about her struggle with lupus and she recently spoke about how she started this new medication for it that not only like it's very known that like medication can make people's faces bloat but on top of that she has spoken about how this medication also just made her gain some weight so she's just like not even the average american size she's like maybe a size 10 now and people are like ew a chubby famous lady and bullying her which is unnecessary and something we can't stand for um and very soon after all of this internet bullying was happening a tiktok of Haley bieber and kendall jenner came up of them using that sound that goes i'm not saying she deserves it but i'm saying god's timing is always right and fans came to the comments in Selena Gomez's defense because they assumed that it was about Selena photos. And very quickly, Hailey Bieber deleted that video. And so there's been some like back and forth on TikTok and stuff of both parties posting stuff that fans are assuming are about the opposite girly. Yeah. And, and if you guys need a refresher, all of this is because Selena Gomez used to be in a very long on and off relationship with Justin Bieber, who is now married to Hailey Bieber. Cause like sometimes I'm like, why would they even pick these two people to pit against each other? And I'm like, oh yes, a man, <laughs> a silly little man. But it also kind of feels like a fever dream that like Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber used to be like very much a thing. Yeah. And a lot of people's mindset is, is that Hailey Bieber stole Justin from selena yeah so clearly a lot of the general public have some internalized bias of like oh yes these two women must fight must hate each other yeah. must be enemies and i mean pretty famously like Haley bieber went on call her daddy and basically was just like i would not be with justin if he was still hung up on his ex-girlfriend because that would make me look like i had pie on my face obviously i'm paraphrasing but that's essentially what the gist of like what she said and i mean they've tried multiple times to like publicly show that like there's no animosity or issues like they've they were photographed together at the 2022 met gala they've like acknowledged each other in different ways and stuff and so they they've they've they haven't tried too hard but they've tried enough to just be like look there's peace here like fucking leave us alone like we have our own lives to worry about but the most recent thing that happened was that Selena Gomez is one of the few celebrities I would say that's like genuinely pretty good at TikTok. Like her TikTok account was quite fun and she like clearly was enjoying being able to like interact with fans and like all that stuff. And so she posts like silly shit on TikTok. And one of those things that she posted a couple days ago was this video of her being like, I over laminated my eyebrows. And in that she used the sound that was like, I am Bella Hadid. My name is Bella Hadid. Yeah. And that sound is basically just like you trying to like make fun of the fact that like you'd be comparing yourself to Bella Hadid as yeah. like how beautiful Bella Hadid is, which I think is like very cute and funny also because Bella Hadid dated The Weeknd for a long time and Selena Gomez dated The Weeknd for a little while. What did so I tell I you like about making this celebrity tree? 
I know. I, but I feel like, if anything, that just, like, shows how cool, like, that Selena Gomez doesn't fucking care about her ex's exes. Yeah. Because she's just yeah. like, of course I would want to compare myself to Bella Hadid to make myself feel better about this awful eyebrow mistake I have done by over-laminating my eyebrows. But... Very soon after the Selena Gomez video came out, Kylie Jenner on her Instagram account posted a video of like a close up of her eyebrows of like her. Essentially, she did her like go to 2016 like soap brow look that she used to do all the time. So big boxy brows and just wrote on the video like this was an accident with lots of question marks. And people are like, you are clearly making fun of selena gomez because then the next slide on her story were her and Haley bieber video chatting and it was just a close-up of their eyebrows and people are like see they're mocking they're mocking selena so when i first saw this i thought it was reaching i was like this feels yeah. fake like this feels like you made this up and there were multiple tiktokers who were like defending themselves being like no it's all connected blah 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 blah, blah. kylie jenner goes and comments on one of these videos saying this is reaching no shade towards selena ever and i didn't see her eyebrow posts you guys are making something out of nothing this is silly and so i saw a tiktoker talking about the first video sarah mentioned about god's timing is always right in which Selena commented on it saying, it's okay. I don't let these things get me down. Be nice, everyone. And then Haley also commented and said, I never comment on this type of thing, but we were just having a girl's night and did random TikTok sound for fun. It's not directed at anyone. So it's like literally all of them have like made public comments, which they rarely do saying like, no, this is not a thing. There's no drama. Like there's no shade. Like none of this was connected. And yet people of TikTok are still like, nope, Nope, they were still fighting. Like, just because they said that doesn't mean it's true. It's like, come on. Y'all literally made this up. Like, we talk about the role of, like, we. I mean, like, the whole thing of, like, we talk about, like, oh, my God, the tabloids were so awful to Britney in the 2000s. It's like, y'all are literally making up catfights that don't exist right now today on TikTok. Yeah. And that's the thing that's so interesting is some of these creators who are giving airtime to these dumb as shit theories or fake cat fights or whatever are people who have posted about how like oh my god i cannot believe that us weekly was writing these stories about britney and it's like you're literally doing the same thing yeah see this this is a thing is like i literally just google or went on tiktok and searched like Haley bieber selena gomez to see what came up and some of these videos were like quote-unquote reporting being like fans are saying this like fans are saying like Haley Bieber did this to spite Selena Gomez and it's like you don't need to give airtime to that like you don't need to report yeah. on that you reporting on it can further perpetuates the conversation gives more people a chance to hop in on the conversation and make it seem like it's actually a thing when it's literally not yeah this is the thing is it's like there have been multiple moments since younger millennials have gotten their space in journalism where i'm just like wow this really gives me hope for the future of celebrity news and celebrities like trusting journalists again and us breaking the stigma and all the fucked up shit that existed during the late 90s and early 2000s when we were pitting women against each other and like misogyny was rampant in these magazines because we all saw our favorite celebrities get torn down and just shit on constantly. And instead, people who have just like come to fame on TikTok who are just like starting rumors and making up nonsense to get views and hopefully become more successful. And it's just shitty because it's like you don't need to make stuff up to get people to pay attention to you when like celebrities are doing stupid stuff all the time anyway. There was an article on Elle Australia basically explaining what the drama, the fake drama was. And I just like don't agree with so many things that they put in here. The way that this article was worded as if like the drama was all true. Oh, first of all, yeah. the article is titled The Complete Breakdown of Batshit Drama Going On Between Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, Kylie Jenner, and Hailey Bieber. Like... First of all, it's not even batshit drama. Like, none of it yeah. is that insane. Second of all, just like some of the phrasing of these sentences, like, following Selena's viral TikToks, Kylie Jenner took matters into her own hands by focusing the attention to her and Hailey Bieber's eyebrows. Like, to me, that's not, like, reporting facts. That's putting a spin on it. Like, Kylie took matters into her own hands. 
Like, no, Kylie just happened to post a photo around the same time of a similar topic matter. Like, these two things are not connected. But this is the thing is, like, thinking about journalism is, like, the way people write and phrase things has connotations to it that maybe aren't necessarily the, like, not necessarily the intention, but that's how it's read. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing is I know that when it's a slow when it's a slow news week, you kind of have to create news out of nothing. But I think that there could have been a way to literally write about these like two funny things separately without connecting them and making it into a look at these girls fighting. And it's like Justin Bieber is so embarrassing. Imagine being like, ah, yes, these wildly successful women are still having issues over Justin Bieber. I also think it's funny that people think that like Kylie Jenner and all these other people involved in this story. I just think it's funny that people think that these celebrities have nothing better to do than like sit on their phone and look for like Instagram updates for like each other. Like you think they have push notifications turned on? Like the chance that like Kylie and Hailey Bieber saw even saw the video that Selena posted not high <laughs> in my also, opinion as my personal life as a woman any girls that have wronged me are blocked on all social media platforms so I never <laughs> have to see them exist so yeah. like I just can't imagine being like ah uh, yes I run multi multi-million dollar companies And I have to figure out how to pose properly for my next thirst trap on Instagram so that nobody says that I facetuned my ass. But I'm going to make sure to go look and see if Selena Gomez is posted today so I can bully her on my Instagram story. Yeah. In hopes that she watches it without me tagging her. Yeah. Like, that's just so unhinged. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying Kylie Jenner's doing God's work, but I mean... Uh... She has to go to the gym for like six hours. You think yeah. she has time to stalk Selena Gomez? <laughs> like Chris woke up one day a couple months ago and decided Thin was in and now Kylie can't eat and has to go to the gym all day. <laughs> like She doesn't have time for this. It's just interesting because it's kind of just the same idea of like fans are bored. So they're creating theories so that their favorite celebrities continue to be talked about so that they keep making headlines and then they stay relevant and then fans are doing this themselves and then they're just like why do people think that my favorite celebrity is a bad person and it's like because you talk about them like they're being bullying girls online like what do you expect yeah I also think it's funny that it's like maybe like you know it's a slow news week for us when we talk about Kylie Jenner twice in this episode (laughs) I know. I know. I hate that, like, I've had so many thoughts about Kylie Jenner lately. But, I mean, I have been thinking a lot about our discussion last (laughs) week about Kylie and Saucy and their Valentine's Day post and how, other than in the headlines, the term queer baiting was not used at all to explain what was happening. Yeah. And I'm not saying this in, like, I'm mad that people weren't saying this was queer baiting. I'm saying that I think it's very intriguing because queer baiting has been such a hot topic word lately to be used in any sense of people acting queer when they're suspected to not be. If you think about the examples that we often discuss in relation to queer baiting, it's pretty much always men. This word is pretty much always used against men can you think of any no non-men? we said we said this last time too like Billie eilish in her Billie yeah. eilish in her pajama party music video i don't even remember what song it was for yeah but like that, that was like, like in which like she like kissed her friend pan. yeah like, that's the thing is it's like that happened and it was over and yet people are still harassing harry styles every fucking day that he wakes up and i said last time it's annoying that like i, you, I have to wake up and like fight for harry styles's right to dress queer coded because like i don't fuck like it's stupid and like i have to be like that's not queer baiting and it's just like fucking exhausting when there's more important things to be talking about but i do think it's interesting and jenna made a very good point to me earlier about the fact that they're all that there's this huge stigma around 
bisexual men and how the thought process always is is that all girls are a little bit bisexual and any man that's bisexual is just gay and doesn't want to admit it to himself and we did an episode ages ago with our friend joseph about like bi fetishization in music and just in pop culture in general and i think that this really comes into play with all of it of kind of like what i was saying last week of like a lot of girls are just like well i kiss my girlfriends for fun like it's not a big deal and a lot of guys are like well it's hot and sexy when two hot and sexy girls kiss so like why am i gonna complain about it well i think going going off of that it's like the way i see it it's like if men do something that's like a queer ish or like bisexual ish or like if a man is kissing his friend that Mm -hmm. threatens male masculinity but if a woman kisses her same-sex friend men find that attractive and therefore it's not a problem and i feel like that's the differentiator with why these conversations are so different with why with the kylie stassi thing it was like either people on tiktok saying this is giving bisexual or people saying no this is just girls being girls because it's not it's a non-issue it doesn't threaten masculinity and at the end of the day all of this comes back to that and taking it a step further if we think about the amount of women who participate in yeah i kiss my girlfriend but like my friend who's a girl but like it's just Mm -hmm. us being girls there's probably a lot of women who like are not willing to address like the comp het of it all like whether or not they like actually are full lesbian or bisexual and don't want to explore that i believe that there's people in this society that if they can get away with being in a heterosexual relationship they'll do it because they don't want to deal with identifying as not that they don't want to deal with like the hardships of life and additionally they want to benefit from everything you can gain from being in a heterosexual relationship underneath the patriarchy but i think also on on top of all of that it's also just like again and i don't i don't know how to explain this properly but like in the comp het of it all it's like like so many girls are taught that it's normal to like have a girl crush on somebody where like oh those feelings are you just want to be friends with them of course you think they're pretty girls are pretty and like your moms and their moms before them and their moms before that have taught us throughout time that like they were historically close friends yeah which should have been viewed potentially as like a legitimate crush of like oh i'd like to kiss her was just viewed as like oh i'd like her to be my best friend or like oh i'd like to be her when i grow up she's so pretty and smart and interesting and so i think that so many girls and depending like where you live can go into life thinking this want to like kiss their friends at parties because that's what we're socialized to be taught is okay and be like okay well i get my girly kisses when i get them yeah i'll just like date my man and do that and like they don't even realize that they were queer until they're like 80 then they're like great grandkid at the nursing home is like damn you were gay (laughs) yeah and then you have an existential crisis at 80 (laughs) the amount of tiktoks i've seen that people have said that they've had conversations with like their grandmas or something who's like if i had been told that it was okay for me to date a girl I would have married, like, I would have married my best friend years ago. Yeah. And it's like, that's because you're fucking gay, grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But like, that's. that's, It's so silly, but it's funny. Like, it's so unhinged that, like, you can't help but laugh about it. Yeah. Because that's the thing. And I think that that's why there was so little back, like, proper backlash about it. Because it's, like, straight girls who like to kiss their friends saw them in it. Bi girls who date girls and guys were like, oh, like, of course she's kissing Stassi. Like, they're probably, they probably hook up. Like, who cares? And then, like, lesbians probably don't even care about Kylie Jenner. I don't know, but I didn't see them responding. And then, and then straight dudes are like, oh, this is hot. And they have no complaints about it. And so it's just as interesting, like, all that discourse and none of it really being that negative and just thinking about the fact that, like, my thought process is just past it. And, like, how much I've been thinking about it is that it's so unhinged that like it's so abnormal to just like see two girls who aren't telling you their sexuality posting of them being close and like kissing on their instagrams and stuff and it just being like okay whatever's happening here is fine yeah not a problem 
just the whole narrative and the whole experience of like girls growing up being told like this is normal whatever it's just so fascinating because it's like this is specifically a uniquely like female experience yeah because and this is why and this is why there's this differentiator because it's like in america for men to grow up and like it's like not okay for men to kiss each other. It's not okay for boys to kiss each other. And so it's like men's experience of compet is different than women's experience of compet in America. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, it's probably compet in the sense of like, they just don't like if they figure out that they are gay, they don't want to come out. So it is similar in that regard of like, of, of the idea of like wanting to, to still be heterosexual, even if you think that you might not be or just ignoring yeah. it. But it's, it's like, quote unquote, safer. Yeah. But it's like their experience of like exploring that is probably very different and something that like we can't speak to. But like, I also haven't seen anyone on TikTok speaking about, which could just be like the types of, again, the types of videos I get. No, I mean, that's... of like specifically on TikTok, seeing experiences of combat from the perspective of a woman. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point because, I mean, in a way, the fact that it's become, like, acceptable, like, that it's acceptable or even, like, hot for girls to just kiss other girls when they're out, I feel like, in a way, gives girls who are actually willing to admit to themselves, like, their sexuality, like, gives them a chance to, like, experiment with that in the open without fear of being hate crimes. True. Whereas men who might live somewhere where it's not safe for them to be outwardly gay or like their family doesn't believe in it or whatever the case is it's like it's not viewed as like hot or normal yeah by like the patriarchy standard or just like the general public standard for like two guys to be making out in a club and the assumption to not just be like oh that's just two friends having fun yeah so like guys can't outwardly experiment in like the same safe way that girls can yeah. because men are fetishizing women kissing women yeah this is wild but, but i mean that is just a really interesting thing to think about and again why it changes changes the discussion because it's like there's so many layers to the acceptance of like especially very feminine women showing affection to each other Whereas, like, there are no layers to, like, what's okay for men to show affection to each other. Because, like, we talked about in, like, our slash fiction episodes, platonic male friends showing affection to each other is, like, never viewed as normal. Even though, like, I don't know any, I don't have any close guy friends that aren't disgustingly affectionate towards each other. Yeah, I just also think there's a huge cultural difference, like... America very specifically in this regard there's a huge cultural difference even even to a country like Britain in this regard yeah I mean also like I have a friend who has friends in Argentina and there it's like normal for you to like kiss each other to say hello and kiss each other to say goodbye and like my friend had to explain to her friends in Argentina, like you would never, like you would never do that in America. Like you would get, you could, you could possibly get the shit kicked out of you if you were a man trying to greet another man with a kiss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in most European countries, it's like very normal to like greet at all, every person at, at an event with a kiss. You know, like yeah. if you know them or whatever. So, I mean, again, like this is definitely a very American problem. <laughs> And this is why we all have, like, white Christian trauma, whether or not we identify in that way. And I'm not saying that this is only a problem in America, but it's, like, a big problem here and, like, the place that we're most aware of these problems existing, you know? But it's just funny that, like, Kylie Jenner and Stassi being affectionate towards each other has made me have so many... So many (laughs) Scholarly thoughts. thoughts. Yeah, so many scholarly (laughs) thoughts. I'm like, Kylie, Kylie, baby, what's going on here? Which is, it's just funny. It's just funny because it's like, you would think that something like this doesn't matter. Like, this is just such a prime example of like, it like, it doesn't matter what celebrities do, whatever, whatever. But actually, if you sit here and dissect the context, like Sarah and I do, you find some very interesting conclusions. Well, that's, that's the thing. And that's why, like, we wanted to change the way we were doing the podcast and talk about how, like, these things that are happening in real time can change the cultural discussion and like zeitgeist going forward because it's like Kylie Jenner's power as a very famous woman is so strong 
and so much so that like if her acting like this like normalizes the fact that like you can both date men and women and like be fine with it or like you can have I don't know have a boyfriend and also kiss your best friend in maybe a more than platonic way like awesome amazing if this is opening up conversations about like what relationships look like in 2023 and going forward snaps to kylie you know (laughs) because it's like a lot of people might not think about this stuff a lot and then like if they follow somebody like kylie jenner and that like opens their mind even just a little bit awesome i'm here for it It's just funny because, like, Kylie's not even thinking this deeply about it. No, she's not. She's not thinking this deeply (laughs) in the slightest. I think, once again, it just goes to show the insane power that celebrity has and the different levels. And I think also it's like if you see yourself in somebody who is extremely successful and famous, that can make you feel more seen and, like, less weird especially in today where like celebrity rules all so i don't know it's a lot of stuff to think about and i hope that celebrities do more stupid shit next week so i can stop thinking about kylie jenner kissing her bestie for a little bit (laughs) yeah so if you guys have any thoughts or feelings about anything we discussed this week on the podcast you can find us on social media we are at name three songs and like i mentioned earlier if you want to go get some bonus content from us There are now multiple levels of Patreon, so hopefully everybody can have a bit more access to us over there. That's patreon.com slash name3songs. And as per usual, if you have any beef or love you would like to send Minor Jenna's way, you can find us. I'm at Sarah underscore Fagan on all platforms, and Jenna is at Jenna underscore Million. So thanks for joining us this week on Name 3 Songs, and until next time, never let anyone make you feel bad about your favorite band. And remember, you're never too cool to listen to Ice Spice. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when each episode comes out and leave us a five-star review. They really help. If you want to find out more about anything we discussed in this episode, you can visit namethroughsongs.com. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>